opportunities where each individual can develop spiritually for personal and worldwide improvement. We believe that art itself is an art form. Our purpose is to evolve and reveal the art of living spiritually through the teaching of the universal principle of love. And now I'll read our affirmation for today. And you can sit up straight, um, close your eyes if you choose to, but listen to these words and comments them within yourself. Listen to every word and know that it is a part of you. 
Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Mark eleven twenty four. I joyfully express gratitude and thanksgiving for the unconditional love of the infinite. The power of imagination is an amazing gift from God. With faith, I visualize what I want to manifest in my life. I picture in detail what I seek to create. I surrender into the greater possibilities for my life and allow them to be revealed to me through divine grace. I am grateful for what I know will be achieved. When my good comes to fruition, I welcome it with appreciation and joy. As I believe, I gratefully receive and give thanks for my good. And together, let us say, so it is. And this was written by our own Reverend Cinderita Clay. And now it's our meditation time.
reading from the 365 days of um, science of mind by Ernest Holmes. Today is September 3rd, my late husband's birthday. Happy birthday, Arthur. God intelligence governs my daily thoughts and actions. Let this mind be in you, which was in also Christ Jesus. Philippians 2, verse 5. Believing that the mind of God is ever-present, that divine intelligence is always available, I open my consciousness to its guidance, realizing that my attention must not be divided between believing and doubting. I carefully guard my mental reactions, seeking always to keep them affirmative, to keep them open to that which is constructive. I keep my mind steadfast and loyal to the thought that I am governed by divine intelligence, which always knows what I ought to think and do and how I should do it. I feel that I am compelled to make right and constructive decisions, that I am impelled to right action, that there is something within me that always knows how to think and how to act. Daily, I reassure myself of this divine fact and affirm that the intelligence that governs all things governs me, that the life that flows through everything flows through me. There is one mind, which is God. That this mind is my mind. I believe that this mind is the source of inspiration as well as energy and action as well as illumination. Therefore, I know that all, at all times, I have a silent, invisible partner walking with me, talking with me, cooperating with me. I keep my mind open to guidance. I let that mind be in me. It was also in Christ. So it is. And now if you join me in prayer, we know that right here and right now, God is all there is. And with these devotions, with these readings written by Mr. Holmes, Dr. Holmes, they inspire us and remind us that God is, God is spirit and God is real in you and I. So we bless this service this morning. We know that everyone in this room, no matter what your function is, you are in the right place at the right time doing the right thing, and it's all for the glory of God. We know that this will be not only a wonderful morning, a good afternoon, and a blessed day. And we take that blessing into our week and into our world with everyone we meet, everyone we see, everyone we even think about, we bless them. We see healing for them. We see good for them. We see God in everyone and everything. 
We know it is good and very good, and together we say, and so it is. Thank you. And so let us remain in this consciousness and sing together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom is come. Thy will is done on earth as it is in heaven. You give us this day our daily bread. And you forgive us our debts as we forgive our dead orders. You lead us not into temptation. You deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Good morning, Art of Living Church. I am Reverend Murphy Watts, the senior pastor here, and I want to welcome you all here to our service today. We will begin with our opening song, This Little Light of Mine by Odetta. Tariq? Something about you. It is a quote. I quote. Our worst fear is not that we are inadequate. It's a little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. It's a little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Is a little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Yes, it's a little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Shine, I'm just a little light of mine. 
I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. May we know that together. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Mm -hmm. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. It's a little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Everywhere I go, everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine. Everywhere I go, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh, in my room, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, in my room, I'm gonna let it shine. Thank you, Tariq, for that beautiful rendition by Odetta of This Little Light of Mine. And now we will have our announcements by Sheila Mitchell. Sheila? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the, um, the, uh, our mission and purpose statement. Okay, the art of living uh, provides a spiritual environment where everyone can develop spiritually for personal and worldwide improvement. We believe that life itself is an art form. Our purpose is to evolve and reveal the art of loving through the universal principles of love. We are the Art of Living Church family. We encourage you to invite your family and friends to call in and participate with us. We welcome you. Also, if anyone is present or has a family member 
who would like to have a practitioner session of prayer, feel free to let your coordinator assistant, Wes Franklin, know after today's services. We are here for you. Please make uh, contributions with your tithes and offerings to the Art of Living Church, where you get your spiritual edification, make uh, payable by check or direct deposit to AOL Church or mail to the Art of Living Religious Science Ministries to P.O. Box 4474, Inglewood, California, 90309. The affirmation for today is thy neighbor. Your neighbor is not necessarily the person who lives next door to you. Your neighbor is everyone on the planet. Jesus instructed us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. It starts with loving yourself. Feel these words as I read them. I love myself so much that I can love everyone else. Together, we choose to uh, authentically love out loud. I love this thing called life. It's amazing, and I'm grateful for it all. From the Science of Mind practitioner, Ernest Holden, this has been Sheila Mitchell with your today's announcements. Enjoy your Sunday today. Blessings and namaste and sat now. Thank you, Sheila, for reading those announcements. We really appreciate it. Excellent job. Thank you so much. Um, I want to, before we go for any further, I want to remind us all to keep all of those that are on the AOL prayer list in our prayers and those who have uh, made their transitions and the family members of those that, as well as those family members of those that have made their transitions. We want to keep the light of God around them, knowing that the spirit of God is moving through them, lifting them up and blessing them and their family. God bless them all. And so we will move on today. I want to ask all of you to please mute your phones and you do so by pressing star six. If you do so at this time, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Right now, we're going to introduce Reverend Cinderica Clay for our opening reading and prayer. Reverend Cindy. Good morning. Good morning. And a wonderful morning it is. I'm reading from 365 Days of Richer Living by Ernest Holmes and Raymond Charles Barker, February 2nd. I give thanks in advance for the answer to my prayer. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doth he meditates day and night. Psalms 1 and 2nd verse. The law of mine never fails. Even when it delivers to us the things and conditions we do not like, it has still functioned perfectly. Our use of it determines our experience. And wise is the man who only thinks rightly. Prayer, scientifically understood, is a statement of spiritual fact. It convinces us that good alone is true and right alone is victorious. As we're convinced of these facts, the results are brought into our lives by the law of life. The psalmist advises us to delight in the law of the Lord, which is the law of mind. He suggests that we think about this law both day and night. We may have what we want, but we must think it definitely and continuously in order to have it made manifest. Thanksgiving and prayer is vital, for it makes us believe that we already have our good. 
when the idea is established within us, it then takes form around us. I give thanks that there is a perfect law of mind and that I am able to use it. God responds to me as I respond to him. I now turn to the indwelling spirit and affirm its presence. I know that every true desire of my heart is being established unto me today. I place these desires in the law of good, and I rejoice that its perfect action is now taking place in me, around me, and through me. All this day, I remind myself that my demonstrations already are made. I give in advance for the answer to my prayers. My whole being is open and receptive to that good which is now arriving on my doorstep. I rest in the law and meditate upon its accuracy. And so it is. And now let's take a breath. And another. And another. Father, Mother, God, how good it is to simply take a breath in this very moment. And to breathe, to allow myself to become still and turn within to that all-pervading presence who's being in me, moving through me as me and showing up as me. We celebrate these breaths at this very moment as we celebrate our lives, my life, your life. I bless everyone under the sound of my voice and those who are not under the sound of my voice because I'm sending these blessings out into the universe. But those under the sound of my voice, I'm blessing you knowing that all is well, all is good, all is God. All is good, all is God. We know that right here, right now, is the only moment in time that we have, the only moment in time that we have. And we celebrate the moment knowing that God is good. Woke us up this morning. We're in our right mind. We're here, serving together, being together on this call, knowing that all is well. All is well right here And right now, we know this. I'm grateful for this moment of dedication, concentration, remuneration, all of these things that come into our lives, that are part of our lives, that sometimes we don't realize that someone brings it until someone brings it into our consciousness our memory, knowing that God is all there is. And we have to say to ourselves constantly, daily, all day in this society we live in right here, right now, that God is all there is. 
and that we are the experience. We are the embodiment of joy, of peace, of expectancy in this world, in this life. It shows up in many amazing ways. And we have to know when that good shows up. But if if we are giving our all to the Almighty, if we're expecting joy and peace and love, then that's what we get. We get what we expect. And I know that right here, right now, as we breathe in love and breathe out love, as we breathe in joy and breathe out joy, as we breathe in expectancy and breathe out expectancy, it's all manifesting in our lives right here, right now. And I'm so thankful that this is so. And so I release this prayer into the universe, the creative mind of the one. I let go and I let God, and I let it be, knowing that it will not return to me unmanifested. And I'm thankful. And let us all say, and so it is. Thank you, Reverend Cindy, for that beautiful prayer. It is so heartfelt. It is still touching me right now. Thank you so much. Our theme for this month is expectancy. Our scripture for today is, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. 1 Corinthians 3.16, King James Version. Our topic is, Who you are and whose you are. Our speaker today is none other than Reverend Joan Jacox. Now we'll have a music selection uh, selected from by our speaker uh, from Tariq. To God Be the Glory by Nikki Harris. Tariq.
Miss Nikki Harris, To God Be the Glory, one of my favorite songs. And so now we come to the moment that you've all been waiting for, the speaker for today. Our speaker for today needs no introduction. She's someone that we all know and love. She made, um, she was a member of the first graduating class of the City of Angels uh, Church of Religious Science, ordained by the late and great Reverend Dr. O.C. Smith. She continues to be of service and supporting the ministry with the Art of Living Church of Religious Science. She's a mother, a grandmother, a yoga teacher as well. Matter of fact, she teaches yoga teachers. I want to make that clear. And I am so proud of her today because she recently had a challenge with her uh, leg and she could have used that as an excuse had she wanted to because she was in a lot of pain and I would have gladly stepped in for her. But being the person that she is, she said no. I'm ready. I'm going to do it myself. So I'm so proud of her that she's stepping up and doing this no matter what. She's stepping up knowing that God is her source. So without any further ado, put your hands together. Let's welcome Reverend Joan Jaycox to the pulpit. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to God be the glory for the thing she has done. It is so wonderful to be here today. I have come to think of the Art of Living Church as a community, as I always say. And at AOL, we strive to teach, uplift, stimulate, and serve our community. The theme of the month is expectancy. And my topic for today is who you are, whose you are. Now, on September the 3rd, Reverend Dorothy says that the law of expectation 
is whatever you expect with confidence become your own self-fulfilling prophecy. Successful people have an attitude of positive expectancy. She also spoke about emotions, which is the key to achieving any state of being. Example, uh, your health, your wealth, etc. Emotions are your vibrational interpreters. And on September the 10th, Dr. Tizer said, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And she gave us the values that people give and what they share to give that gives all of us inner strength. So thank you for the third and the tenth of those very powerful lessons that we had. Now I am um, going from the book of the month, which is 10 Things to Do When Your Life Falls Apart by Daphne Kingma. But I want to begin with a few scriptures that tell you whose you are. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, 9. I am God and there is none like me. Isaiah 46, 9. <coughs> Excuse me. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. Now, every day and in every way, society is constantly giving us new ways to look, act, and be. What we thought was hip or cool is now passe. Many of us may say, what's the purpose of all of this and why bother? Who you are now is who you've always been. The author of the 10 things to do when your life falls apart says that if you want to get through a crisis, you will have to remember who you've always been. When things seems to fall apart, You've had a continuous tirade of genius of power within you, of responsiveness that runs through your life. You are a child of the light. You live in the light. You are protected, illuminated, supplied, and sustained by the light. The light of God that never fails. God is within each and every one of us. In the silence, you discover who you are and whose you are, and your faith is fortified. Don't question who you are because our teaching tells us who you are. We are one with God. As you pray, meditate, and practice, and I always say practice, practice makes better, practice, your consciousness will change and you will change. Regardless of what you have gone through, regardless of how things appear on the surface, here is the most beautiful opportunity right now to experience a new beginning, right now. As Reverend Cindy has said, be grateful, be thankful. And as Reverend Dorothy Watts says, be all about love and keep the faith. Since you are not just human, you are divine. And I am sure you accept this mentally, but do you really believe it? Do you think about this when things happen, that you are divine? Do you really feel it? Do you really accept it? When you do, you will know intuitively that you and the infinite presence are one and that the creator, what the creator has is yours. Say to yourself three times, 
me and God, God and me are one. Me and God, God and me are one. Me and God, God and me are one. When the realization of your divinity comes to you, you know that you are eternal. You know you never had a beginning and that you'll never have an end. When we are troubled from within, it soon become outside trouble. Sometimes we spend most of a lifetime before we realize that there is something more we need and that something is to reunite with the spirit within you, the spirit that is always within you. You have to realize this when we think about our emotions, our feelings, and what we think about and what we can control. Think about those things. Think about this. Every one of us has or had a dream for the future, and we all handle our dreams in one of two ways. Some dream and dream again and again, but do nothing else. Others dream and act out their dreams. They set about making their dreams come true, and then they dream new dreams and bring those dreams into reality. Both vision and action are important. Expectancy, expectancy. The Bible says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And Reverend Dr. O.C. Smith always said, treat and move your feet. Also, faith without works is dead. Do not allow negative parasites to eat away at your dreams. As Reverend Watts says, get away from those ants, automatic negative thinkers. The science of mind teaches that each of us controls our circumstances, and we know that by now. And we control our circumstances, even if we know it, we, we say it, and sometimes I wonder if all of us do know it. We control our thinking and our actions. The saying that the devil made me do it releases one to blame their actions on other outside things. And sometimes for many people, it feels good to blame it on somebody else because they don't want to take blame that it comes from within themselves. A friend I met on the job, she loved to date different men. She was a preacher's daughter and all her adolescent life, she spent many hours at the church. She would constantly tell us, a group of us at, at work, how she would lie to men in order to get what she wanted. But one day I asked her if her lying ever bothered her. She said, no, I'm helping, I'm helping them not to be so gullible the next time around. <laughs> Can you believe that? It was like, well, huh? This just shows you how people think. She thought what she was doing was a good thing, even though she was a preacher's daughter and she had she knew verses of the Bible and whatever. That's the way she thought. We get caught up in certain mental attitudes and they impede our growth. We acquire fixed, set, cut and dry opinions. We become crystallized and are often unaware of this. Try this experiment. Think of the first day of your life. Today is the first day of your life. Think of completely new beginnings. Think of also having no set idea or no hangups. You are not crystallized in any manner. You are freshly born. It is a new day 
and you are new in it. Try that. A new you. Don't let your assets remain locked within you. Be fired up with the recognition that the potential you have in you can go on and on. Yes, life is what you make of it. So claim your good. Claim that which is yours by divine right. As Daphne says, when your life falls apart, it's your journey. Realize right now that whatever troubles you, whatever you have, whatever experiences that you have, whatever difficulties you have gone through, it can be chalked up to experience in education. Learn from experience, but do not hold on to your hurts. Disappointments, heartaches, and problems, do not hold on to them. Only hold long enough to let them educate you, to let you learn from them. And you can say, what is there at this experience that I can learn? What can it teach me? How can I profit from it? Then you must let the experience go. Let go. When your life is swelling apart, our tendency is to try and hold on to him, to her, to it, to the way it was. You'll have to let go of whatever isn't serving you, whatever you no longer need, whatever keeps you from moving forward. Letting go is scary. Letting go gives you a shift in consciousness. To let go, you have to practice letting go. Train yourself to stop, number one, and to stop nagging for having the need to control other people or keeping faithful friendships. I was looking at a movie the other day and it kind of, it, it just bothered me because this young guy, he tried so hard to fit in that he would do things in order to get him in trouble because he just wanted to fit in because his friends said, if you don't do this, I'm, you're nothing. And some people go through this. They want to fit in so much. Mm -mm. You must practice, practice, and practice any way you can. The Zen master said, there are many people who know the way, but there are few who practice it. Practice, practice, practice. Pray, cry, give things away. Let go, let go, let go. Persistence is a spiritual grace that allows you to continue to act with optimism even when you feel trapped in the pit of hell. Persistence is guts. Be persistent. Be persistent. One day I was ready to walk out of the door to go to work. I, I have mentioned this before and I'm mentioning it again because it deals with expectancy. But one day I was ready to go to work, but I began to feel an awful pain on my right side. It was so painful. I couldn't go to work. The pain was so intense and I had never experienced anything like that. But I had my son to take me to the hospital. The doctor gave me a morphine shot and the pain subsided. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> the doctor set me up for surgery to remove my gallbladder. I could not accept this. So I called around to my associates to see what I could do for my gall, so my gallbladder would not have to be removed. 
Without any success, I begin to remember the gallstone cleanse by Dr. Goss. I got out of my bed and I went to Simply Wholesome and I purchased the ingredients for the cleanse. The cleanse required olive oil, lemon, and CKLS. I was scheduled for an ultrasound the next day. But after having taken the cleanse, the stones passed. When I went for the scheduled ultrasound, no stones were located. The stones mm. were gone. Expectancy. I expected them to be gone. I expected it to be where I did not, they did not have to remove my gallbladder. You must be determined. Have the willingness to repeat and repeat and repeat until you've achieved the desired effect. Persistence is visionary. Be expected. Instead of feeling powerless, you feel alive. The author says, integrate your loss. In order to get through the crisis you're in, you will have to accept what has happened and then integrate it into the fabric of your life. Integration always requires some kind of yielding, getting over something. Getting over something that you wanted to keep out. Seeing events from another perspective. Weave the life you want through prayer. Affirmative prayer is active communication. Cry your heart out. Cry. I know it relieves me so much. I don't cry often, but when I do, I try to think of things, other things to make me cry so I can continue to cry. And I tell you, I feel so much better after I've done it. Have it said. He who sits in the house of grief will eventually sit in the garden. Our times reveal to us the truth that the signature of our humanity is our emotional nature. We experience things, get a divorce, lose your home, have feelings about people, different events, you have sorrow and grief when you lose a person and you have emotions. You lose something that you cherished. And crying is the body's mechanism for expressing grief. It may seem self-evident that we should cry when you're in pain. But it's surprisingly how much we resist our tears. Some of us have a hard time crying. No matter how terrible conditions may appear, no matter how chaotic the world around us seems to be, life is beautiful and there is nothing wrong with you. Okay, I have a joke. You probably heard this joke before, but it, to me it's so cute. I hope you like it too. You get what you pray for. This lady approaches a priest and tells him, Father, I have a problem. I have these two talking female pirate, um, parrots, I'm sorry. But they only know how to say one thing. They only know how to say, hi, we're prostitutes. You want to have some fun? That's terrible, the priest explained. But I have a solution to your problem. Bring your two talking female parrots over to my house, and I will put them with my two male talking parrots who I taught to pray and read the Bible. My parents will teach your parrots 
to stop saying that terrible phrase, and your female parents will learn to praise and worship the Lord. Thank you, the woman responded. So the next day, the lady brings her female parents to the priest's house. The priest's two male parents are holding rosary beads and praying in their cages. The lady puts her female parents in with the male parents, and the female parents say, hi, we are prostitutes. Do you want to have some fun? One male parent looks over at the other parent and exclaims, put the beads away. Our prayers have been answered. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was cute. It is fun. The whole basis of the science of mind rests upon the principle that the mind you are using is universal mind. There is no other mind. Life is filled with moments where you may find yourself in tears. These are some of the reasons we tend to become emotionally overloaded. I know we've all been told not to cry or show our emotions at one time or another, but crying is the healthiest way to handle a feeling that is consuming us. One technique we have found profoundly effective is a process of consciously and intentionally releasing emotions as they arise. A technique developed by Lester Levinson. In essence, Levinson found that people have three usually ways of handling a feeling. The first way is to suppress the feeling, but suppressed feelings don't go away. They build up and foster inside, causing anxiety, tension, depression, and a host of stress-related problems. The repressed energy or charge, <clears throat> excuse me, or charge are these repressed feelings, and they create eventually driving you to behave in ways you don't like or understand and which you cannot control. The second way is to express the feelings by blowing up or losing our tempers, and we relieve pressure of the accumulated emotions. This can feel good at first because it puts the feeling into action, but it doesn't get rid of the feeling or the roots that create the feeling. It is simply relieving the pressure of it at that moment. Negative emotions may also be unpleasant for the person on the receiving end, which in turn causes more distress and guilt. The third common way to cope with feelings is by attempting to avoid the issue by attending instead of distractions, by talking, watching TV, eating, smoking, drinking, taking drugs, having sex, and so on. But despite our attempts to escape them, the feelings are still there and still take their toll in the form of stress. But there is another option for handling a feeling, and you can focus on it. You can fully experience it, and then let go of it, release it, and discharge it. This is the healthiest way to handle a feeling that is consuming us. We've all had the experience of being in the midst of an emotional explosion, and then suddenly begin to laugh at ourselves realizing how silly or inappropriate or useless our behavior is. In other words, we became conscious. Typical feelings include the following. Apathy and related feelings such as cold, cut off, dead, defeated, depressed. 
Grief and related feelings such as abandoned, abused, accused, anguished, ashamed, betrayed, blaming, cheated, embarrassed, helpless, hurt, ignored, and left out. Resentment and related feelings such as exploited, harassed, frustrated, deprived, hurt, embarrassed, used, abused, confused, rejected, offended, disappointed, ignored, and hidden hostility. Anger and related feelings such as aggressive, annoyed, defiance, demanding, disgusted, fierce frustration, furious hatred, impatient, and lack of control. Enthusiasm and related feelings such as adventurous, alert, amused, anticipation, aware, competent, competent, courageous, creative, curious, decisive, desire, eager, friendly, happy, independent, interested, joy, joyful, motivated, open, positive, proud, supportive, and vigorous. Love and related feelings such as acceptance, balanced, beauty, belonging, compassion, delight, ecstasy, empathy, open, receptive, secure, understanding, and wonder. Serenity and related feelings such as being calm, centered, complete, free, fulfilled, peaceful, perfect, pure, and whole. There is a process to releasing these unwanted emotions and only you can identify them. Say to yourself, no appearance can keep me down. My faith is in with the infinite. The infinite gives me bounce and comeback. Let me repeat this. No appearance can keep me down. My faith in the infinite gives me bounce and comeback. Remember, you are the only one who can make you laugh. You are the only one who can make you cry. No one else can give you anything that your own consciousness will not accept. You are the only person you can improve upon. You can't change your husband. You can't change your wife. You can't change your boss. You can't change your friends. You can only change yourself. Changing yourself generates different reactions than before you, can, you have changed. This should give you a sense of freedom, expectancy, expectancy. We are dealing with a science here and you change your life by changing your thoughts degree by degree. Albert Einstein said that there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle and the other is as though everything is a miracle. So remember, in life, you don't get what you want. In life, you get what you designed. Expectancy, expectancy. And so is the lesson and so it is. Wow. Let's put our hands together and give Reverend Joan a round of applause. Thank you, thank you, Reverend Joan. Thank you Great job. So much for your magnificent and wonderful lesson. 
I tell you, on who you are and whose you are, you certainly gave us a bunch of jewels that we can put in our heart and carry with us that will guide us. I, I just want to just say a few things. I love the way you told us to remember that you have always, remember who you have always been. You're a child of the light. You are supplied, blessed, and sustained by the light of God that never fails. You told us to remember that no matter what you're going through, always know that you and God, God and you are one. And when things come up on you, don't look at those things. Don't give them empowerment. Don't expect anything but God's goodness and look to God. You told us to reinvent ourselves by looking at the goodness of God and seeing that goodness in every opportunity of each day. And I don't want to go on and on, but I just want to thank you for sharing and making us aware of the profound information that you had for us today. Thank you so much, You're Reverend welcome. Joan, and for being here, most of all. Thank you. Okay, everyone. Um, and now it is time for us to have our selection. Uh, Tariq?
Thank you, Tori, for that song. It reminds me so much of my grandmother and her wisdom of telling me no matter what, always remember you can't beat God giving, and it is true. Reverend Joan, it is time for to ask you to bless the offering. Would you do that for us? Yes. Thank you. Just before we start, let's take a deep breath. Didn't get any breathing today, so take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. One more deep breath in and out. God Almighty, infinite presence, we give thanks for the divine blessing that are given to the art of living church of religious science. I know that the spirit of the Lord is moving through each and every one of us. We know God is blessing the consciousness of all of our lives and the lives of those who support our growth. We see the blessing of the Lord bestowed upon us and we see the Lord bestowing upon each and every one tenfold or greater. As God so richly blesses our lives, we rejoice and stand in God's grace and gratitude. And let us all say together, and so it is. And so it is. Thank you, Reverend Jones, for your beautiful prayer. And at this time, I want to thank all of those members and those that attend our church for spiritual edification who contribute to the AOL church. We want to thank you. We want to thank our tithers and let you know that your offertory is greatly appreciated. We bless you. We bless the offering. And we just know that God is enriching your lives as a result of you sharing what you have with the AOL church family. God bless you. And so right here and right now, we will introduce practitioner Kenneth Morris for the virtual prayer. Practitioner Ken. Good morning and good afternoon. Good morning. AOL's virtual prayer after that great message by Reverend Jones. The Art of Living Church is a learning environment which we develop to unfold through the teaching of the universal principle of love. We believe the ultimate goal of life to be a complete emancipation from all discord of every nature and that this goal is sure to be attained by all. AOL is grateful to be connecting with people from Los Angeles, South Carolina, New York, and other surrounding cities and states. I pray, believing and knowing that every listener received transformative revelations through today's inspired lesson by our speaker, Reverend Joan Jacob. Who you are is whose you are. I believe that right action is now happening for our AOL church, the AOL family members, and the guest listeners in every area of your life. Your understanding, your health, your finances, love, family, and all your endeavors. The AOL family members are forever protected in this thing we call life. Members present or not present until we meet again. With great gratitude and a humble heart, I let this be so, and so it is. Amen. So it is done. Amen. 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 Thank Amen. you, Practitioner Ken, for that beautiful prayer. We thank you. And so right here and right now, we will just ask Reverend Cindy Rita Clay to step forward for Cindy's Corner. Reverend Cindy? Yes, thank you. And I'll just... Uh, 
read a little bit on one of our modern-day queens who have left us, made a transition, by the name of Maya Angelou. Queen Maya Angelou, originally known as Marguerite Annie Johnson, born April 4, 1928, St. Louis, Missouri, made a transition May 28, 2014, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. She was an American poet, memorist, and actress whose several volumes of autobiography explored the themes of economic, racial, and sexual oppression. Although born in St. Louis, Maya spent much of her childhood in the care of her paternal grandmother in rural Stamps, Arkansas. When she was not yet eight years old, excuse me, she was raped by her mother's boyfriend and told of it, after which he was murdered. The traumatic sequence of events left her almost completely mute for several years. This early life is the focus of her first autobiographical work, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, 1969, TV movie in 1979. It gained critical acclaim and National Book Award nominations. Subsequent volumes of autobiography include Gather Together in My Name, Singing and Swinging and Getting Merry Like Christmas, The Heart of a Woman, All God's Children Need Traveling Shoes, A Song, Flung Up to Heaven, and Mom and Me and Mom. In 1940, Maya moved with her mother to San Francisco and worked intermittently as a cocktail waitress, a prostitute, and a madam, a cook, and a dancer. It was as a dancer that she assumed a professional name. Moving to New York City in the late 1950s, Angela found encouragement for her literary talent at the Harlem Writers Guild. About the same time, Angelou landed a featured role in a State Department-sponsored production of George Gershwin's folk opera Porgy and Death. With this troupe, she toured 22 countries in Europe and Africa. She also studied dance with Martha Graham. Maya returned to California in 1966 and wrote Black Blues Black, aired 1968, a 10-part television series about the role of African-American culture in American life. As the writer of the movie drama Georgia, Georgia, in 1972, she became one of the first African-American women to have a screenplay produced as a featured film. She also acted in such movies as Poetic Justice, and How to Make an American Quilt, and appeared in several television productions, including the miniseries Roots, 1977. Maya received a Tony Award nomination for her performance in Look Away, 1973, despite the fact that the play closed on Broadway after only one performance. In 1998, she made her directorial debut, was down in the Delta in 1998. The documentary Maya Angelou and Still I Rise 2016 depicts her life through interviews with Angelou and her intimates and admirers. In 1981, Maya, who was referred to as Dr. Angelou despite her lack of a college education, became a professor of American studies at Wake Forest University, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, among numerous Honors was her invitation to compose and develop, to deliver a poem on the pulse of mourning for the inauguration of U.S. President Mr. Bill Clinton in 1993. 
She celebrated the 50th anniversary of the United Nations in the poem, A Brave and Startling Truth, and eulogized Nelson Mandela in the poem, His Day is Done, 2013, which was commissioned by the U.S. State Department and released in the wake of South African's leader's death. Maya Angelou received about six awards in all of her work. Grammy Awards in 1993. She got one, and then she got five more. So I just wanted to bring to your attention our own queen, Maya Angelou. And so it is. Yes. Thank you so much, Reverend Cindy, for saluting a beautiful queen, Maya Angelou, who I just love her work. I love her poems. I love her as an educator and for all of the wonderful work she's put out there. I remember her first from I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. I, I just love all that she's done. So thank you for sharing that with me. You gave me facts that I did not know of, and I'm always glad to increase my knowledge, uh, especially knowing that she had produced some work. I, I was glad to hear that. Thank you so much. And don't forget yeah. she's Oprah's godmother. Yes, yes, beautiful, beautiful. It always helps to have friends in high places, doesn't it? God bless. Thank you so much. Excellent work. And so right here and right now, we're going to move on. And it's now time for us to have our closing song. Uh, you Bring the Sunshine by the Clark Sisters. Tart?
That is a very uplifting song, and I join them. I thank the Lord thy God for the blessings of this day. And I say this is the day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And God did bring the sunshine. It is shining in my heart. It is shining in each and every one of you right now. God bless. And so right here and right now, we will have the closing prayer from Reverend Joan Jacox. Reverend Joan. The unity prayer for protection. Repeat after me. The light of God surrounds us. The light of the light God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is. Wherever, Wherever we are, God is. And so it is. And so it is. Amen.
Stone. Thank you, Reverend Joan, for the closing prayer. I want to thank all of our participants today for making this such a wonderful service. Thank you, Tariq Sahali, for your technical service, for the opening meditation, and all of the wonderful music we have. Thank you, Tariq. And we want to thank Reverend Joan for the wonderful lesson that she gave. Who you are and whose you are. You all should know that right now. Who you are. Child of light, blessed light, and sustained by the light of God never fails. Thank you, Reverend Joan. And we also want to thank Sheila, McMitch Sheila Mitchell for reading our announcements and doing such a wonderful job. Thank you, Ms. Sheila. I want to thank Practitioner Kenneth Morris for the wonderful virtual prayer. Thank you, Practitioner Ken. And also Reverend Cinderita Clay for giving us the outstanding information on Maya Angelou, letting us know a lot about her and bringing us up to date with a lot of information. And the opening prayer and reading, I don't want to leave that out. She began the day with that. Thank you so much. I have you in two spots, Reverend Cindy, so it's hard to remember, okay? But I put it all in there, right? Thank okay, you so much for being a blessing to us. And so we want to remind everybody that next Sunday, our speaker will be practitioner Kenneth Morris. Stay tuned. Okay, I want to let everyone know now that if there's anyone who would like to receive a practitioner session or has a family member or a friend that needs a prayer, provide that information to Ms. Beth Franklin, who is our coordinating assistant, and she will be available. Unfortunately, she's not here with us today, uh, but I'm going to give you her number. If you need to schedule a prayer with her, a session with myself, with Reverend Joan, Reverend Tizer, Reverend Cindy, Practitioner Ken, or Practitioner Robert Leslie, we are all available. We're on staff. Bess will make the appointment with us, and we will get back to you. Her phone number is area code 310-293-4457. Okay. Now, this concludes and ends our service. And those who want to remain for a few remarks, this is your time to share. Our conference will end about 12.30. So anyone who wants to share with us, please do so. You have the time. The floor is open to you. Good morning, Reverend Dorothy and Reverend Joan. Thank you for a really great message. Uh, your message was a good start to what I'm going to talk about next week when I talk about staying focused. And I, I love the fact that there's so many uh, nuggets of information that you gave. As a matter of fact, I couldn't write them all down, but I wrote as much as I could. Train and practice. Practice makes better. And you're so right. You know, the more we pray, the better we get. And uh, vision and action are important. So uh, we have to treat and move your feet, as you said. Uh, thinking of, uh, think of being a new you. Because in order for us to, to live a better life, we have to change from who we are to who we want to be so that we can get the uh, benefits of life that we want. Uh, you also talked about looking to God for what we need and let go of what no longer is needed in our lives. Because sometimes the things that we hold on to are not, not good for us. So look for the things we need and not hold on to things that are not uh, really giving us the benefit of life that we need to have. And I like the fact that you talked about coping with feelings despite our attempts to take away bad feelings with certain bad behaviors and things that a lot of people do to try and forget what's really wrong with them. So um, your message was uh, right on the spot. 
everything you said uh, was just, I mean, you just hit the ball out of the park. So thank you very much for a really, really good message today. Thank you, Ken. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Is there someone else? This is your time. We're open. The floor is open to you. Hi, Joan. This is Cindy. I just want to thank you for the, the message. It was really good. Uh, I couldn't write enough uh, fast enough either. I'm like, Man. but uh, you know, a couple of things you said that that I preach all the time, and that's letting go. Uh, you know, we hold on to so much stuff, and and I think a lot of that stuff causes our our illnesses. A lot of our well, I know it does. And so uh, we've got to practice letting go. Ooh, get rid of stuff that's doing you no know, good. Oh, and I appreciate you bringing that up because um, it, it's needed. We 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 really need to um, to let go of stuff. Crystal, crystallizing, and I think that's what causes a lot of problems within our bodies. So thank you for this expectancy. Uh, a lesson. It was well, well done and well needed. Thank you. Ten things to do when you when your life falls apart. I gotta find that book. Yes. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks, Reverend Cindy. Thank you, Reverend Cindy. Thank you, Reverend Cindy. Um, is there someone else? Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Blessing. Namaste. Can you hear me? Good morning, my brother. Blessings to you. Okay, blessing to my family, blessing to my sister. This is a blessed day. This is the day that you know the Father has given us. And let's say, hey, hey, thank you, thank you. <laughs> In this you, moment, uh, you know, Cindy, uh, thank you for the heartfelt treatment that you gave this morning. I really felt your treatment this morning, and, and thank you for that treatment. Yes. Uh, my sister, my sister, my sister, my sister, Reverend Joan, I tell you, I like the title. I like the lesson how you connected together. It's not what, what the title was. What, what you are are who you are or what you are. But in the, the title, if I've got it wrong or right, but I know that in that moment, like who you are doesn't necessarily tell what you are. You see, because we got people out there perpetrating a fraud to be Speaker of the House, the, the uh, try to be former presidents and other stuff like that, and really not showing their true self. And when you hit that that part in the lesson, saying in the silence is the moment that we go within to look and find that true self. You see, it's I think the uh, you know the religious writer could Eckhart Tolle, he says, in the true church moment is awakening to our rebirth and renewal to our true vision. So in this lesson, it's 
all about understanding who you are more than what you are. Because what you are is just a title of that generic aspect in your life. So when you go within to truly understand, then you understand the lifelong journey as you spoke about, and then you talk about the practice, and then you talk about the principle. That is getting into who you are, because in those aspects of itself here, it gives you the essence of understanding like the universal, as you said, the principle is the universal mind, but it's the universal law of your cause and effect, how you're going to truly work towards your true goal and vision. So my sister, I say this to you again. Uh, the lesson, uh, <laughs> I have to say this, like the parents say, you know, our, our prayers have been answered. <laughs> I like that. Our prayers have been answered, but the fact is, is when you go in and you truly find that moment of truth, that moment of calmness, that moment of grace, now you are working into the divine conscious of who you are. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for such a unique lesson this morning. Uh, I'm truly blessed and awakened to that moment in this lesson. So thank you, thank you. Again, blessing to you and namaste to the family. Thank you, Robert. Thank you so much, practitioner Robert. Thank you, thank you, You're Robert, welcome, for sharing. Yeah, yeah, my sister. Yeah, my Is there anyone else that wants to share? Yes, good morning. This is Lenny. Can you hear me? Uh, good morning, good Lenny. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to say how much I enjoyed today's lesson, Reverend Joan, Auntie. And um there was so much great information that you provided to us. I never would have imagined that you'd be able to do today's service, seeing you last mm -hmm. week and knowing you weren't feeling well. It just shows your strength, your determination to um, to provide today's lesson, and you did an awesome job. I wanted to talk about um, the part where you said, I agree with what everyone said, um, when you talked about how you can't change other people, that is so true, <laughs> that you can't change other people, you can't change your... Your husband can't change your wife, can't change your boss, you know, but you can change the way that you present yourself and how you handle situations. And thank you so much for that information, Auntie, because it's right on point for me. Thank you. I loved your whole lesson. You did a great job. Thank you. Love you. Yes. Thank you, Lenny. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Lenny, for sharing. Oh, this is so right You're welcome. Hello? Go right ahead. Oh, uh, Reverend John, I just want to let you know that you did a wonderful job, as always, and I enjoyed the lesson very much. Uh, and I agree with what everybody else said, too. Uh, and I just want to remind everybody to continue to uh, promote the bus trip, which is, what, a couple of weeks away now. Um, yes. So far, I have uh, 27 names, and I have uh, 10 more people who I don't have the names for but people told me that plus so-and-so, you know, so it's 10 more. So if everybody shows up, that would be 37. So, but just continue to promote. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Sheila. Sheila. Thank you. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you. <clears throat> so, Sheila would probably need the rest of us to contact 
uh, her with the names if we haven't given them to her. That would be a help. Thank you for sharing that information, especially the number total. It gives us a goal to work towards. Thank you so much. And so this concludes our service for today. I had someone here that had to get off the line, but they called me yesterday and they wanted me to tell everybody hello. They haven't talked to us in a while. Theodon. Theodon called me yesterday mm -hmm. and wanted to express her love and light to all the AOL family and to tell you that she would be on today and she was on. She just checked off a minute ago. I think she had to go, but I just wanted to let you know she was on today and she sends her love to everybody. That's great. Yeah. All right. And yeah. also Miss our uh, centurion, Barbara Jones, sends her love as well. Oh. She sends her donations every month and, and sends her love and light and blessings to AOL. And I send love and light and blessings to her as well. I thank her for her support. And she wants you all to know that she's doing well and sends her prayers to you. God bless. Thank you. God bless her. Okay. Yeah. Our centurion, God bless. Yeah. And so this really concludes our service. I just pray that you all are going to have a wonderful day. I know that the expectancy should be there, that you're going to have a great day and enjoy yeah. it to the fullest. Yeah. God bless you all. Okay. Okay. God bless you. The Is there anything else we need to discuss? No. Uh, thank you, Reverend Dorothy. I'm gotta, I've got to check off. So um, you all take care. I love you all, but i got to run. <laughs> okay. Ken, we love you more. Give your love to your love. mother from me. All right. And hug Kaiser from me until I say right. give you a hug as well. Okay. All love right. Thank you. Grateful for all you do for AOL. Robert, love you and love Linda. I know you're going to go too, but I want to tell you to yes. give Linda a hug for me and I bless her <laughs> and you and may she continue to take good care of you. Bless the family. I give thanks for all that all of you do for AOL. Bless Cindy. Cindy, bless you and the girls. I put love and light oh, around you and bless the family. I put love and light around Sheila Mitchell. I bless her and the family. I bless Brenda Miller. I'm so thankful that she's back. God bless you. And I bless the AOL church family. And to my love, Lenny King, love you, love you, love you. So glad you were on today. God bless. Yes. God bless. And Reverend Tizer, I believe you're at work, but thank you for all you do so much. God bless you. I hope I've touched everybody. Tarek, I think, is gone, but I love him, and I give thanks for all he does. Did I miss anybody? Thank you, family. I thank love you. my thank AOL you. Love family. You. Love, love you, you guys, love you. okay? Okay. All right. All right. Go. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Great day. Thank you. Bye bye. Bless day. God bless. God bless.